So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Welcome to Han Talks First, a Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Han. And to celebrate Pride Month, I wanted to do today's episode talking about fan-favorite characters of different identities, expressions, orientations, and backgrounds in the galaxy far, far away. This is a short list of characters that I think are pretty interesting and some that a lot of fans out there love to talk about. So let's get started. Starting out with number one, we have Poe and Finn. Okay, look, I'm totally kidding, but ever since this movie came out, I totally felt these two characters' bromance, and even in real life, John Boyega and Oscar Isaac absolutely adore each other. How cool would it have been if they actually did end up being a gay couple and falling in love? But of course, as we know, they went different directions. So with all kidding aside, let's jump into some of our real, proud, queer Star Wars characters. First up is Dr. Afra. This is a massively popular character amongst comic book readers, and she's actually pretty cool, I must say. So her first appearance was in Darth Vader comic issue number three. She was created by Marvel, and it was envisioned that this would be a brand new character to Star Wars with no tie-in to any of the old lore. And if you're thinking her appearance looks really cool but also familiar, she was modeled after Indiana Jones. She became so extremely popular after her appearances that she even got her own run of comics. And just to throw out a fun fact, she may be a doctor, but her degree is actually fake. So when she was in school, she actually blackmailed Noob Nix into giving her her doctorate after she had discovered a plot to use mind-enslaving symbiotes. Therefore, She's a doctor. Look, I'm not going to shame her for that. If I had that opportunity, I would totally blackmail one of my professors for a good degree. Now, there have been many rumors about Dr. Afra getting her own Disney Plus series, and with her connection to Black Chrysanthemum in the comics, this isn't really outside the realm of possibility. She's extremely popular, and I highly recommend checking out some of her stuff. Next up, let's talk about Tarek and Carrot. Now, these two characters is one that I find extremely interesting, coming straight out of the High Republic era. So they're also known as the Bond Twins. Now, they are part of a Kotabi species, and they are actually the first trans, non-binary Jedi in modern galactic lore. Now, to be honest with you, I have not read any of the comics that they have made appearances in. I've just heard people talk about them online, and they have a really cool background. So they share what they call a linked mind, essentially two separate bodies, but one strong connection linked to their thoughts. And actually in the comics, they often end up finishing each other's sentences, even when they're not in the same room with each other. Next up on the list, another name we hear a lot from fans is Ray Sloan. She was introduced to us from Star Wars Squadrons, the video game, but she can also be found in many different books and comics. She is an Imperial agent who was the protege of General Hux's father, Brendel Hux. Before The Force Awakens, after the Battle of Jakku effectively ends the Galactic Civil War, Rey is a key member of the Imperial Remnant that flees to the Unknown Regions to wait out for the rise of the First Order. And although her romantic leanings don't often factor into her story, Rey's bisexuality was introduced in the novel Star Wars Empire's End. And if you want more stories about her, you should check out the Star Wars Aftermath trilogy. Next up is another character straight from Squadrons, Varko Gray. Varko is a human male ace pilot, and he led the Galactic's total squadron as Titan leader with a military rank of captain. He began as a police officer on Parkella, and through his ideals to maintain order against corruption, he eventually became a fighter pilot of the Galactic Empire. When he's not fighting alongside the Empire, he lives a peaceful life with his beloved husband, Emery, who works on Kuwait and is fiercely proud of Varko's achievements. 
They are a prime example of a great Star Wars couple. Next on this list is Sana Staros, the ex-wife of Han Solo. At least, so she says. Now look, we think that this was a scam to pull off a robbery. She would fake used to being married to Han in order to pull off some crimes. And it's never really been resolved if it actually did happen or if it didn't happen. Han Solo himself claims that it's not true. But to be fair to Sana, Han Solo has also been known to lie. She also used to have a very serious relationship with Dr. Afra until Afra eventually broke her heart. And this ties into the character of Sana. So she is a smuggler who loves chaos and is also fueled by hate. Most of her passion for her dealings came from her breakup with Dr. Afra, which was pretty intense. And then if the Han Solo situation is also true, she was very mad from that as well. Look, if Sana was Force-sensitive, she would definitely be a Sith. She's also worked alongside Princess Leia, Chewbacca, and yes, even Luke Skywalker. Okay, last on the list, we can all probably agree this character is an amazing guy, someone you'd want to go out for a drink with, someone who just makes you smile every time he's on screen, Lando Calrissian. So we're not actually certain if he is bisexual or pansexual. There has been no confirmation on this, but it is confirmed that he is attracted to men, women, and droids. Jonathan Kasdan, the writer for Solo, A Star Wars Story, had this to say on Lando. There is a fluidity to Donald and Billy Dee's portrayal of Lando's sexuality. I mean, I would have loved for them to have gotten more explicitly LGBTI character into this movie. I think it's time, certainly for that, and I love the fluidity. Sort of the spectrum of sexuality that Donald appeals to and that droids can also be a part of. So it sounds like they wanted to explore more of this in the Solo movie, but didn't really get the opportunity to. And who knows, maybe if this Lando TV series is actually true and coming out, maybe they will explore it more there. And one of the great lines from Billy Dee is he says, there's plenty of love out there for everyone in the galaxy. Fun fact, not really related, but I wanted to share this about Lando. He was originally going to be a clone and the leader of a clan of lost clones living on Bespin. One of the original drafts of Empire Strikes Back gave Lando's full name as Lando Kadar, and it listed him as being part of the Ashanti family, who reproduced purely through cloning. A couple drafts later, of course, George Lucas decided to abandon this idea and later used that idea for Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones. And that's the episode for today, everybody. If you guys have any other fan favorite characters that you want to mention, throw them down in the comments. There's not too many, but we are getting a lot more. Star Wars is definitely diversifying and getting more inclusive, which is always exciting because that just means more stories, more perspectives. And I am so there for it. So thanks for listening to this episode. Hope you guys have a great day. And now, somehow, someway, somewhere this week, may the pride be with you.